I mean, I also want to complete our Grand Slam. We still have not been <laughs> on the magic. And the only way we're going to get there is through... I know, Europe cruise, really. Yeah. 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 Welcome back, everybody. This week's bonus edition of the DCL Duo podcast. And kind of in between two small ship and expedition cruising episodes here on the podcast, we thought we would be responsive to a question from a listener. So this week's main episode was with Heidi from quirkycruise.com talking all things small ship cruising, including expedition cruises, river cruises, coastal cruises, and ocean-going small ship vessels. We've got an episode coming up later this week with a guest talking about Ponant Cruises, which is the cruise line that Disney is going to be using for its new venture into expedition cruising with Adventures by Disney. In between those two episodes, we did have a listener who asked us to talk about our own thinking about doing a river cruise with our son. We've talked a few times now on the show about the fact that in December of what's now this year, we are going to be taking our son on an ABD river cruise. It's a Christmas markets river cruise. We had Aaron Foster on the show not too long ago talking about her experience with Adventures by Disney, and she had been on this Christmas Markets cruise. And we've also talked to a few other guests who've been on that cruise and just really piqued our interest and we wanted to take it. But the listener who wrote in was asking our thinking around taking our son over to Europe on this Adventures by Disney cruise. And so we'll talk a few minutes about that. And if we have time at the end, we are wrestling with what we're going to do with our September cruise out of Dover to the Northern British Isles. And we thought we would talk through some of our thinking there and maybe even solicit your feedback on what we should do. Let's start with Sam, our thinking on taking Nathan over to Europe for this Christmas Markets River cruise. I think we have talked in the past about going over to Europe with our son at this age. In some ways, feels like we might be taking him to a different place on Earth and a different set of parks. People might you know talk differently than he's used to or talk a different language than he he's used to, but he may not get the most out of it. So we had a different thought with the River Markets cruise. What's what's your thinking? Well, I don't know. I, I guess I've thought in general, River Cruising's, you know, not obviously geared towards younger kids, but it does seem like the best way to get on a European vacation with a kid that's not a larger cruise ship. And actually, I think it's it's probably a quite a bit better than a large cruise ship for doing Europe from the standpoint of when you're doing Europe from a large cruise ship, you're usually quite far away from the main cities. The ports are not close to the cities. And so River Cruise does it, I think, a little bit better in that you're right in the middle of some major cities. But I also think that ABD is going to gear activities on the boat and also activities that are the excursion in the individual cities that are family friendly. And so for us, it's a lot, obviously, to travel all the way to Europe from the Seattle area. I mean, it's a quite a long trip. And if we don't do it this way, we're not going to be able to do it with our son, I think, for a number of years. I kind of think this is our best option for being able to get over to Europe and do a vacation with him. And they'll have things on the on the boat to entertain him at times as well from everything we've heard and, and talked about with other folks who've done ABD and particularly down a river cruise. What do you think? What's your thought process, Brian? Well, we're in a bit of a unique situation, I would say, for a couple of reasons. One is, you know, our son has already traveled internationally, so we already have a passport for him. So that roadblock is out of the the way because we've taken him to Canada, to Mexico. We got we would have gotten him one for the Caribbean sailings, even though you can just sail with mm-hmm. the birth certificate. But he hasn't traveled to Europe at all. No, he's not traveled 
that far. I do also take stock or take heed of the fact that multiple people who've been on our podcast have said that the Adventures by Disney age recommendations tend to be pretty true to form. And so I think the age recommendation for this cruise was a minimum of, I want to say six or seven, but a recommended age of eight. And the recommended age seems to be pretty accurate and he's going to be eight years old in November. And mm-hmm. so I think this is a great opportunity to see what a trip overseas looks like. I will also say selfishly, I love the places that we're going. And so we get to start in Munich. We get to end in Budapest, which is a city I have always wanted to see. It's been on my list of cities to see for, oh gosh, probably 25 years. (laughs) Um, I have wanted to see Budapest. I've heard such great things about it from a professor in college. And I just really, really want to see that city. And so this is a great opportunity to do that. And I don't know that I would go to Budapest on its own, right? This is also kind of an opportunity to see a city through cruising that I might not otherwise have gone to. I'm excited to see Christmas markets because I've heard such great things about them. And I've always wanted to celebrate Christmas outside the United States just to see how other cultures do it. Because in the UK, Christmas is a sacrosanct holiday. They start decorating in early November when we still have the Thanksgiving holiday hurdle to get over before people really start decorating in earnest. They are in full swing of Christmas already. So I'm just interested to see that celebration over in Europe and what that's like. So there's just lots of pluses. And the only way I think we could do it is with Adventures by Disney. So I do worry a little bit that our son is going to spend most of his time on a tablet. (laughs) It's a lot of walking too. So I don't know, Sam, what do do you think about going to Europe is a lot of walking. I don't know how we're going to get Nathan ready for all that walking. Yeah, yeah. No, and I I think that's going to be a bit of a challenge. And it's, we, you know, as we said, we live in the Seattle area. So it's not like we're actually going to be able to get him super trained up for the walking because our rainy season starts in, you know, late September, early October. So we don't spend a whole lot of time outside in the late fall months and then into the early winter, which is when we're going the end, you know, the end of December over Christmas. So getting him ready for the walking, we do have a treadmill. So maybe we'll have to get him uh, walking on the treadmill, which he actually likes to do just for fun. But yeah, I think, I think this is kind of like you said, the, the, the best opportunity for us to get to go to Europe and do so with our son. And I think he's going to enjoy the Christmas decorations. I think he's going to enjoy finding different kinds of hot chocolate. And he's going to want lots of trinkets probably from these Christmas markets. He loves Christmas as well. Like his favorite holiday is Christmas, despite the fact that we are a interfaith family and he is technically Jewish. (laughs) So he's a Jewish kid who loves Christmas, but of course gets to celebrate Christmas. And so, yeah, I think that's, I think that's what'll sort of get us through is that he'll enjoy the lights and the trees and and things like that. But like I said, I think we're going to have to be particular about excursions that we choose and making sure that they will be, you know, interesting to him. I also think that there's probably when there's opportunities for free time, if we can find a local park to go to and play in, right? Like that's, it's one of those things where we joke if we go to another city, it's we're just finding like the playgrounds. (laughs) 
but I do think that's going to be a part of our vacation. So I do, th- I think it's going to be a different kind of vacation than ones that we've taken just the two of us. We've gotten to go to Europe a couple of times without him over the the past few years, although it's it's been a bit of a while now. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have our expectations have to be different. But I do think the other part that's going to be helpful, you know, one of the things that's hard with kids is when you're traveling is food, and I'm confident that Adventures by Disney is going to have options, not just on the boat, but also in the places that they take us to off of the boat that will be kid friendly. Yeah. My fear is less about the food. I think the food will be fine and we'll figure that out. I'm concerned about the walking, but I think actually we're heading into the warmer weather here. And so I think it's an opportune time for us to really spend some time with him outdoors and walking the neighborhood and just building up his strength to be able to walk. I mean, the next time we go to the parks, I'm not sure I'm going to be dragging a stroller with us. So yeah, yeah, that's a good point. He's going to have to learn to walk some pretty sustained distances on his own without the benefit of a stroller. So I think it's probably time to start doing that. Mm -hmm. I think my biggest fear is the jet lag. So if any of you out there have (laughs) tips on how to get little ones through the jet lag, that is something that really makes me nervous because he's going to have to sleep on the plane and he's going to have to, you know, start to adjust pretty quickly once we get there. So Mm -hmm. that's my biggest concern is that's a, that's a long haul. And I know I've been to Europe many times and I know how difficult it can be to go that direction of travel. So we will see, we will see, but we are looking forward to it. I think if there's a way to do this well, it's going to be with Adventures by Disney. So I'm really hopeful that the trip goes well and we certainly can't wait for it. We're fingers crossed that we're all in a better place come December. So this trip actually happens. And Mm -hmm. if it does, you will hear an awful lot about it because we'll be hauling some gear over to do some recording and get some video and take lots of pictures because this is kind of a once in a lifetime trip for our family on Adventures by Disney. Yeah, We hope to do more, but I doubt we'll do this particular trip again anytime soon. So I think that's... That's a really good point. You know, it'll be a different kind of vacation for us. Our vacations with Nathan are usually to either to visit family, to the parks, or on the cruise in a tropical location. So this will be a very different kind of trip for us with him. And so it'll be interesting to see how all that plays out. Well, speaking of different kinds of trips, we were supposed to be taking your 40th birthday cruise, Sam, last September to the Northern British Isles. We rebooked it to this September for the Northern British Isles, but we're both pretty nervous that that's going to happen. And so I think we're going to take the extraordinary step of rebooking that cruise out a year again, Mm -hmm. or, you know, a year ish. I'm not sure where that will land and have been trying to think through what we're going to do with that sailing. And I think there are three options. I think we've been looking at the Northern British Isles since we booked it twice. Right. (laughs) And we do love going over to London. We've been looking at the Norway cruises out of Dover or, you know, looking at what's available this year to try and get an idea of what might be available next year. Mm -hmm. And we've been thinking about that ever-present inaugural voyage on the Wish and whether or not we want to try to get on that, whether it would happen in September. New itineraries are probably coming out at the end of this month or next month. That would be typical for Disney. You know, anything goes at this point. We don't know what their actual schedule will look like, but Mm -hmm. assuming they come out later this month, we're going to have to make some decisions. So Sam, it's your birthday. Where are you leaving and why? 
This is so hard because I I have I've you know I've only been to England to London specifically. I've never been to Ireland uh, or Northern Ireland or Scotland or Wales, and so it's it's definitely those are definitely places I've always wanted to go. But you know, having listened to some other podcasts and talked to some friends, you know, the Norwegian fjords cruises are also looking very attractive. I think the thing that is well, obviously seeing the fjords would be amazing. But also the fact that both of those options leaves from Dover. And so we could spend a couple of days in London either before or after. Those options are really attractive to me because you and I both love London so much. And I would like to get on that Warner Brothers studio tour outside of London for Harry Potter. So that's another thing that's attractive. But I'll be honest, when I think about taking trips right now and where, and I'm talking as we have, were hit with a whole bunch of snow over the last couple of days here in the Seattle area. Like we we've had like a foot of snow, which is kind of unheard of for us. The wish is starting to look more attractive. I mean, I want to be on the wish, of course, early on in her sailing history. But the idea of, you know, she's probably going to be sailing in the Bahamas, the Caribbean, whatnot, out of Florida and tacking on a couple of days at the parks, depending upon how many days her inaugural sailing or what what sort of itinerary the wish she'll be on. That's starting to look pretty attractive, just given that we haven't been to any warm destinations now in over a year. So that's, I'll be honest, that's where I'm kind of leaning, but I I don't know. I, I'd say Norway is kind of ahead of the British Isles right now in my mind, but the wish inaugural, which is supposed to be around that time, although we don't know exactly when. I don't know. I, I think that's kind of a bit of a front runner. What are you thinking? Practically and financially speaking, we've got several thousand dollars now tied up with Virgin Atlantic oh, yeah. Airlines for plane tickets. And so I really think I got to use those plane tickets and get over to London. <laughs> I, I, so I, I, I'm not sure I'm willing to write that off. And it's going to get harder and harder, I think, to use those, those yeah. tickets uh, with all the vacation time that we're taking. That inaugural wish sailing sounds awesome. I, I don't I don't know that I crave it in the same way or for the same reasons that you do. I just really would love to be a part of that inaugural sailing. I think it's a kind of a once in a lifetime opportunity that we would have if we can get on. In terms of warm weather cruising, I think we will have it because we're supposed to be going to the Caribbean in November. I actually I actually really assign a decent chance that that's going to happen based on all the news that's been coming around, around vaccines with the... Mm. Biden administration saying they now have 200 million more doses available, which puts us to 300 million, which is essentially being able to dose the entire population of the United States. So I think by spring to summer, we will see most people vaccinated in the U.S. So that just gives me a ton of hope that we will be back to some sort of cruising in the fall. Not enough hope to think that we would be able to get over to Dover, however, which is why we're thinking about canceling this cruise. I think the international travel situation will be sticky through probably winter of this year. That's why I'm crossing my fingers for our Christmas markets cruise that things have really cleared up by then. Mm hmm. But I think we'll do that November cruise. I think that's probably going to happen. We also have an April cruise to Baja, which will get us hopefully some warmer weather. So I don't know that I'll be craving the warm weather. I'm really interested in craving the adventure piece of this to try new things. We've sailed in the Caribbean so many times now mm -hmm. on Disney and other lines. I really want to see something different. And I know we've got Alaska on the books for 
next year. I'd really love to see Norway. I've heard such good things about Norway. So for me, Norway is most interesting in part because some of the cities that are on the Northern British Isles tour we've already been to. And I really love London. As you said, we love London. We will have to do an entire bonus episode at some point about (laughs) London because we love London. We've been there so many times. We love everything about it. We have lots of favorite places, some of them well off the beaten path that we really, really enjoy from friends who've lived over there and given us tips and tricks and things like that. So, and I I was traveling over there frequently for business. And I, so just we, we love, love, love London. I would really like for us to go over to London so we can save the money on the plane tickets and <laughs> so we can get some time in a city that we love. And I'd love to try something new. And I can't imagine us traveling to Norway just to travel to Norway. I think we would only do this on a cruise. So for me, it really checks a, a lot of boxes. So, but it's your birthday, Sam. So <laughs> as I got to choose with my birthday, you get to choose with yours. Although I don't think international cruising was on our radar for my birthday, but that's, <laughs> it is your birthday. Yeah. You wanted to go someplace warm. So that was not, we weren't even really thinking about international cruising at that time because we were, you were, I think, focused on going someplace warm. So yeah. I mean, I also want to complete our grand slam. We still have not been <laughs> on the magic and the only way we're going to get there is through. I know Europe cruise really. Yeah. 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 No, I I listen, I I think I think you're right that part of part of my thinking may depend on if we get to cruise to the Caribbean in November, right? If that cruise happens then I I may be um that want to be in a warm climate a cruise will be satiated at least temporarily. And if we get to, you know, start going down to California to Disneyland and down to Florida to Disney World, then I'll have, you know, sort of less of a feeling like I need to go back to the Caribbean so soon. And we're going to Alani and Yes, that's August. true. That's true. We so. are going to Alani in August. And that not one of the things that depends on COVID. Although if obviously if there was a spike in Hawaii that would interrupt our travel plans or here or a spike in the Seattle area that could interrupt our travel plans. But generally speaking, I, I think with the way things have been going at Alani and in Hawaii and in the Seattle area, I think that it's unlikely that that trip gets canceled. Yeah. I mean, the other thing too is a trip to see the Norway fjords on Disney Cruise Line is not in and of itself mutually exclusive with a inaugural cruise on The Wish. I just want to put that out there. And mm-hmm. I am a big believer in pulling our son out of school for fun activities. So <laughs> I have a feeling the inaugural cruise on The Wish will not be a seven night sailing. But even if it was, I'm not super opposed to pulling our son out of school to go on that cruise with us so he could check out what I'm sure is going to be a crazy new kids club, right? I think it's just going to be an awesome experience to be on that boat. I have a feeling it'll be a really cool kids club that he could check out. And, you know, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. So I'm not opposed to, to doing both. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> so. true. But when is when is the wish supposed to sail? What's the approximate date or month? I don't know the date. That's the problem. No one knows the date. We won't know anything until they release actual itineraries. And even then, even then we had the, the guests on our show recently who did maiden voyages and they got booted off of a maiden voyage because the ship just wasn't ready on time. And mm-hmm. so they got pushed back to the seventh sailing as opposed to the inaugural. And, you know, some group of people who booked a sailing that wasn't supposed to be the inaugural got on the inaugural sailing. That's true. That's true. That stuff can always change. I have a feeling, though, there's enough active interest in that inaugural sailing out there in the community that Disney won't push it, right? They'll they'll Mm -hmm. have built in a buffer. So the ship probably should be complete 
a few months in advance of the inaugural sailing, not right before is my guess, so that there there's a buffer built in there for it to happen. Because I think if people booked an inaugural sailing and then it got canceled, I can't even imagine the backlash around that from right. people who, you know, it's going to be almost entirely platinum, if not all platinum cruisers, people who got on the phones first thing in the morning to get there. So I, I just can't even imagine they'll push it off once they announce a date. But mm-hmm. who knows? Who knows? In these, in these crazy times, I mean, the ships aren't even sailing. So more, more and more cruises getting canceled every day. Um, right. Well, so. and we know that and we know that the building of the wish was delayed. What was that like something like six months or something like that? So, yeah. So who knows? There could be more delays, but who knows? If it did get delayed, it would make our lives easier. But um, <laughs> I really want to go on that. I really want to go on that inaugural sailing. But yeah. Well, Sam, any other thoughts about Adventures by Disney or your birthday cruise? No, I just want to get back on a ship. <laughs> <laughs> Be honest, I want to get back on a Disney property. I want to get back on a Disney ship. I mean, there's just there's just so much. Uh, I have so much thirst to travel right now. Just given that it's been almost an entire year. I mean, we were we were lucky. We actually went down to Disneyland like the second weekend in March last year, and so it's it hasn't yet been a full year since we got to travel any place because of that weekend, long weekend trip we took. But it's, yeah, it's getting, it's getting close and I'm just feeling itchy to, to travel. But, you know, I am trying to fill my Disney bucket lately. So yesterday was Valentine's Day for our listeners. We we're recording this the day after Valentine's Day. And I had purchased some stuff on shopdisney.com recently, some jigsaw puzzles and whatnot. And they had an add-on for Valentine's Mickey and Minnie that I bought for our son. And so that's what he got for Valentine's Day yesterday, which was super cute. And then I've been trying to do some Disney jigsaw puzzles to just kind of, I don't know, give me some reminders of, of Disney and watching a lot of Disney Plus as well. Yeah, I, I miss Disney. It's probably secondary to my missing travel generally. Yeah. I just, I miss travel. I, I'm one of those people that loves the experience of travel. I love packing for the trip. I love traveling to the place. You like the planning I love, too. I love the planning aspect of it. And right now I've all but abandoned planning anything because I don't know what's going to happen. Because <laughs> every key thing keeps yeah. changing. It's so, yeah. it's, well, I think the hardest part is you, you plan something thing. And this is, I would, I'm saying you, you, Brian, because you're the one who does most of our, our planning. You plan something and you have, get this vision in your head about this vacation. And then I start to get the vision in my head about this vacation. And then we're like, uh oh, this isn't going to happen. Or it looks like it's not going to happen. We need to cancel this and rebook something. And that's sort of what has happened with our July cruise sold. And now we've pivoted to an Alani trip in August. And so, yeah, it's a, the planning and replanning seems kind of exhausting and in Investing all the energy in planning and then having to rejigger your mind, is, I think, is hard. Definitely first world problems. And I know <laughs> I know lots of people who've been planning and replanning a lot more than we've had to deal with, but True. still missing travel. I still miss travel. I can't wait to get traveling again. And obviously, one of our favorite places to go is Disney of any variety. And yeah. cruising is one of our favorite activities. So I can't wait to get back out there. I, don't, I actually kind of can't wait for the whole industry to get back up and running because I've really been itching to try some of these newer ships that are coming out. I'd love to take a peek at the Carnival Mardi Gras and go on its roller coaster. (laughs) Um, So anyway, well, with that, we will wrap up this bonus episode. That's been our thoughts around what we are struggling with from a planning perspective, but also what we're hoping for with Adventures by Disney out there. So hope you enjoyed it and we'll talk to you next time. See ya. See ya. (laughs) 
Well, you can probably hear from our voices this week that we are struggling with what to do with our September cruise. If you got ideas for us, we'd probably love some input. We're hearing a lot of great things about Norway, but maybe someone else out there has heard some really great things about the Northern British Isles. So anyway, if you have ideas for what we ought to be doing, shoot us an email over at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media. We'd love to hear about it. And if you've been on one of these cruises before, we might love to have you on to tell our, our listeners about it. So anyway, help us with this decision, please. And if you got any tips for traveling with young ones overseas, we'd also love to hear those, especially jet lag tips or getting them to go to sleep on the plane tips, because that is going to be our first and longest trip with our son overseas. And uh, we want it to be as successful as we can. We're hoping Adventures by Disney will enable that for us. But any tips or tricks are welcomed. I know we had a guest on recently who provided some, but we'll take whatever we can get at this point. (laughs) So with that, just want to thank each and every one of you out there for listening this week. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep getting great content from the DCL Duo each week. Please also head over to Apple Podcasts, leave us those five-star written reviews. They are super helpful in surfacing our shows to folks who might be looking for our Disney Cruise Line-related content. If you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show, please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. You can also head over to the DCL Duo channel on YouTube for even more great content or join our Facebook group over at DCL Duo Vlog and Podcast Facebook group. Just hit join and we will add you into our conversation. The DCL Duo podcast and vlog are not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Walt Disney Company, or the Walt Disney Family of Theme Parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Walt Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL Duo. Good night. Good night.